Gutin Echem Shabbos, Daf Yud Zayin, page 17 in Mesechus Be'er, up to Tonu Rabbonon, the second line. We all have a place. Tonu Rabbonon. Everybody say aye. All right. Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis are on social media. Yom Tov Shachol Shalios B'Shabbos. I'm sorry, I said Shachol. Yom Tov Shachalios B'Shabbos. Yom Tov and Shabbos coincide. Same day. We say eight brachas of Shmaina Esrei. Okay? Now, usually, a Shmaina Esrei, I shouldn't say always, actually, Shmaina Esrei starts out with the first three brachas, Magin Avram, Machai Mesim, and Al-Kel HaKadosh, HaKadosh. And it ends with Amachsir Shkenasi Litzioin, Atoiv Shim Cholachan Eloidais, and Hamavarech Hazama Yisrael Basholim. That's the first three and the last three. What changes is what goes in between the first three and last three. Every Shemineser is going to have those six. What changes is in between. It says Beishamai. When you have Shabbos and Yom Tov, you're going to say eight brachas. There's going to be one bracha particularly for Shabbos and one bracha for Yom Tov. Each bracha, each, each Kedusha is going to have its own bracha. Bishol says no. Mispal Sheva, you have seven brachas, which is what we have, Lamaisa. You, fin- you start with Shabbos, you end with Shabbos, and you say Kedusha Sayyim in the middle. Okay? Zog to Gemara. Oh, got you. Okay. All right. So Bissol says it's going to be seven brachas. And in this seventh bracha, you start out mentioning Shabbos, you finish mentioning Shabbos, and you talk about Yom Tif in the middle of the bracha. But Rebbe says, Lamaisa, what we do, which is Af Mikadesh HaShabbos Yisrael V'Azmanim. At the end of the bracha, you say Mikadesh HaShabbos Yisrael V'Azmanim. Okay, beautiful. Tani Tanaka made the Ravina. They taught Bryce's in front of Ravina Mikadesh Yisrael V'Azmanim. Bazmanim. Lei. Ravina said, one second, Otu Shabbos Yisrael Mikadjile. Does it's Klai Yisrael Mikadesh HaShabbos? V'Shabbos Mikadesh V'Kaima. Shabbos doesn't need anybody talking about its Kedusha. Ella, Ema Mikadesh HaShabbos Yisrael V'Azmanim. Right? Mikadesh HaShabbos Yisrael v'azmanim. Yisrael is Mekadesh v'azmanim, but it's not Mekadesh Shabbos. Shabbos is automatically Kaddish. All right? That's the Maisa that we spoke out previously from Rav Ruderman, when he introduced Rav Hanum Asman when he was in America. He said that there's Shabbos Tamid Echam and Yom Tov Tamid Echam. Yom Tov Tamid Chacham is a Tamid Chacham because Klai Yisrael says they're a Tamid Chacham. Then there are Shabbos Tamid Echam, who are Tamid Echam, whether or not anybody says they're a Tamid Chacham, their Mitzvah makes them a Tamid Chacham. He says they're Bachanan. The Shabbos Tamar Chacham. He doesn't need me to talk about him. He's, he's Kaddish because he's Kaddish. Right? That's over here. Shabbos is Kaddish because it's Kaddish. You don't need Yisrael to be Mekadesh or Shabbos. We, we need Klai Yisrael to establish the months to be Mekadesh the Yom Tev. Amr Rabbi Yosef, Yosef says, Hilchus of Karebi. The Alacha is like Rebbe, and this is what we do. Mekadesh or Shabbos, Yisrael, Vazmanim, Uchetaritz, Ravina, and with Ravina's correction, Ravina's explanation. Beautiful. All right. Here we go. We're going to keep going. For the next little bit, talking about the, the brachas of uh, Shemun Esrei when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tif. And then we're going to work our way back into Erev Tavshil. Tanar Rabban, the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. Shabbos Chal Yais, Becharesh Chedesh, Becharesh Chedesh, you have Shabbos Rosh Chedesh, or Shabbos Chal Yomayit, Arvis V'Shachris U'Minchem, Espal Sheva, V'Aymer Me'ein Hama'ayra Ba'avayda. Okay? You add... What we know to be me'en ha'erev right? You add um, inside of Ritzei an additional paragraph, which we know as Yalavi Okay. 
the Imlai Amar, and if you forget and you don't mention the Rosh Chaydesh or the Yamtiv in this Shabbos Tfilah, then the Allah is Machzirin Oisoi. You need to repeat the Shmoyna Esher. Rebbe says, you mentioned the Brach of Eidah, Musafalan and Musaf, Maschal Bushal Shabbos, Bushal Bushal Shabbos, Rabbi Kedusha Sayyam Bemsa. In Musaf, we don't say Yal Diyavi. In Musaf, in the middle of the middle Bracha, where we talk about Shabbos, we make sure to mention Rosh Chaydesh or Yamtiv. Okay. Now, according to what we're saying, if you have Shabbos that falls out on Yamtiv, I'm sorry, Yamtiv falls out on Shabbos, or Rosh Chaydesh falls out on Shabbos, do we say a, spe- a separate Bracha? No. You add in a yalla biyavai, something of that sort. Every time you have seven brachas, start and end with Shabbos. And we mention Kedusha Yayim in the middle. We don't paskin like that, okay? We don't paskin like the Tanaim who say that we change based on the, the entire bracha based upon Rish Chaydesh and Chol Hamayr. Amar Rav Chia Barashi, Amar Rav. Rav Chia Barashi says, Nehmer Rav, we're now back in Teir of Tavshilin. Many achot merub yitichumim b'yom tiflech haveira yomasna. A person is allowed to make an air of tichumim for Shabbos on Yom Tif. Okay? Um, and make it tonight. So, you can make it tonight and say it like this. You're not doing, I'm sorry. You have Yom Tif, let's say, um, coming up right before Shabbos. You can make an Erev Tchum. Now again, does Yom Tif need Tchum? Yeah. There's Halachas of Tchum on Yom Tif. There's Halachas of Tchum on Shabbos. So you can say, make an Erev Tchum before the Yom Tif, and you could say this Erev Tchum works both for Yom Tif and, uh, and for Shabbos. Okay. Now here's a big Chiddush. You know why? Because let's say in Chutz Laaretz, where Yom Tif is Thursday and Friday, so Lu Yitzur, if it comes out to be that really Yom Tif is Thursday and not Friday, it turns out that you're making an Erev Tchum for Thursday, and then there's a gap day, Friday really doesn't have Kedusha, and then you're going on to Shabbos. Still, the halacha is, says Rav Chiyah Bar Ashi Amarav, it's valid. Amarava, Rava says, Person can make an air of tafshilin from one day of Yom Tif and make it tonight. Okay, and uh, he says, listen, if Thursday is is uh, erev Yom Tif and Friday is really Yom Tif, so then gavaldik. Yeah, it works for Friday and Shabbos. And if Thursday is really Yom Tif and tomorrow is a weekday, so then um, so then I don't really need an erev for tomorrow and. You're allowed to cook on Friday for Shabbos. You know why? Because it's not Yom Tif. You don't even need an Erev Tavshilin. If I need an Erev Tavshilin, it's an Erev Tavshilin. And if I don't need an Erev Tavshilin, because tomorrow's a weekday, so I'm cooking out weekday. It's a Maman of Shach. Says the Gemara, The one who says that you're allowed to make an Erev Tchumen for Yom Tif, which Erev Tchumen applies to Yom Tif and Shabbos. So, Koshkin Erev Tavshilin. He would, he would, Koshkin, uh, how much more so? Does he say that you're allowed to make a tanai for Erev Tavshilin, which is not necessary to cook for Yom Tif? But according to Man Diomar, who says that you can make a tanai on Erev Tavshilin, but Erev Tchumen, may still be of the opinion 
And when it comes to Erev Tchumen, you are not allowed to uh, make an Erev Tchum on condition. You can't make a conditional Tchumen. It says the Gemara, my time. Huh? What's the reason? What's the reason why Erev Tchum would not be allowed? Because you cannot establish a Shavisa, a place to rest, um, for Shabbos on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to establish um, a, a set place for that day on that day. You, also, you always have to do it a day prior. You have to do it a day before. Okay. Tan Rabbanon. The rabbis learned and so should we. You're not allowed to bake on one day of Yom Tov to the next. Why not? Right? We live outside Eretz Yisrael. Thursday, Friday is Yom Tif. Monday, Tuesday is Yom Tif. Let's talk about Sukkot. Coming up, Be'ez Hashem is Burach. Sukkot is Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay? Are you allowed to cook on Tuesday for Wednesday Su'uda? What do you say? You allowed to do that? Well, here's the problem. If Wednesday is not really Yom Tif, then I'm cooking on Tuesday for Cholamite. You're not allowed to do that. And if Wednesday is really Yom Tif, so I'm cooking on a weekday. It shouldn't be a problem. But we do have an issue, just in case. Tuesday is really the Yom Tif day. I have a problem. I'm cooking on Yom Tif for a weekday. Therefore, says the Bryce, you're not allowed to bake on Yom Tif for the day afterwards. And they said that truthfully, okay, which means, um, you know, this is part of the Messiah. The Malaisha Kalakdera Basa, really a, a woman's allowed to just make a lot of food. She's allowed to make a lot of food, make a whole kadera of of basar. Even though she only needs one piece of meat. And also, even if she only needs one pitcher, one jug. But to bake, you can only bake. What you need for that day, you can't bake extra cooking, you can bake extra baking, you're not a letter. A woman could to fill up her entire oven with bread. Because even the bread that she needs now is going to be better bread when there's more bread baking along with it. Okay, And therefore, since the extra chalas that, that she doesn't need today are going to help the chalas that she does need today for Yom Tif, we even look at these extra chalas like it's needed right now. We are lenient like Rav Shimon and Elazar, and it is permitted to bake additional chalas, additional cakes, because it is helpful to what is made on that day. All right, they asked the question, searching for information. If a person did not make an Erev Tavshil, he is not allowed to cook. And his, oh, is his flour, ready for this? Is his flour like muktza that nobody else is allowed to use it either? Fascinating, Shaila. Or maybe if you didn't make an Arab Tavshilin, you're not allowed to bake it. But somebody else can use it. All right? Very interesting question. We're going to qualify, uh, we're going to qualify this question. The main afkamina. What's an afkamina? Whether you could be makna 
your flour to other people and say, hey, I didn't make an Arab Tafshil and you did. Take my flour and bake me challah, please. If you're going to say that he can't bake it and all of his recipe items as well cannot be used. So then you have to make it. If you need somebody to bake bread for you, you mamish need to be mocking it to them because now it's not yours anymore. Or if you're going to say that you can't bake, but somebody else can bake with your stuff, you don't, you don't need to be mocking it to them. You can just say, hey, can you use my ingredients, please? And bake me a chal. My. So here's what's the halacha. Fascinating shayla. Says Gemara Tashma, come and listen. If a person did not make an Erev Tavshilin, he's not allowed to bake, cook, or do atmona, do any act of cooking on Yom Tiv. Not for himself or for others. Other people can't bake for him. Now, Kate said, who I said, who says the Brysa, what should you do instead? You can't bake, others can't bake for you, what should you do? You have to be makna to them, you have to give them ownership. They can now bake and cook for you, invite you as a guest. You see from here, if you don't make an Erev Tavshilin, it's also for you, it's also for your Kamach, it's also your flour also is going to be usher, and therefore you need to be makna, you mamish need to transfer ownership to make it no longer yours. From here. So here's a, so here's a piece of advice from a Brysa. The Brysa says, somebody forgets to make an Erev Tavshilin. You need food for Shabbos. You need to cook. You need to bake. What should you do? Take your ingredients. Be makna it over to somebody else who did make an Arab tafshila. Make it theirs. And hopefully they'll invite you to allow you to eat the food that you gave them. Or they'll send it back to your house, whatever it is. All right, here we go. Fascinating question. Beautiful answer. Here goes with another shayla, searching for information. Ibailu. Yes, another question. A person did not make an Arab tafshila on Yom Tif. But they still baked. How do we view the food? What's the status of the food? What's the halach? All right? You didn't answer. But the said, I've cooked food now. Can I use it on Shabbos? Tashma, come and listen. A person does not make an air of tafshilin. What should you do? To other people. And other people should do your baking and cooking for you. We now turn to the top of Amr Beis. You mamish need to give it to them. It says more one question, one second. The Isa, and if you would say that when somebody does an avera, he's allowed to eat on yomtiv. Listen, the avar mutter. The the let the brisa also mention that by the way, if you cooked it, you could eat it. But it doesn't say that. Since it doesn't say that, we have to assume that you must be mocking it to somebody else. And if you didn't, that's all, there's no other way to eat the food. If you did the Avera, there's no way that you're allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. So we, we have a Raya. If a person's Iver, you cannot eat it, says the Gemara, no proof. The price is telling me what you should do to make it mutter. It's not telling us what you should do once you did an Avera. Maybe taka once in Avera you could eat it. Maybe you could, but that's not what the Bryce is dealing with. The Bryce wants to let me know what he is supposed to do. Tashma, come and listen. A person makes near tafshilin. He can bake. He could cook. He could do hatamana. Completely surrounded with heat. 
And if he wants to eat the Erev on Yom Tif, he's allowed to. But if you ate it before you actually baked or did your cooking, then you can no longer rely, it, rely on it from here on forth. And nobody else is allowed to even cook for him. But he's allowed to cook for Yom Tif. Here's what you're allowed to do. Everybody agrees with this. And that is, you're allowed to cook extra on Yom Tif, and what the leftovers, eat that on Shabbos, as long as you're not fooling around. As long as you don't pull out, you know, uh, a bunch of extra uh, doughs from your freezer, or, or uh, meats, and you're like, oh yeah, I thought I needed uh, 50 pounds of meat for Yom Tif, and it just happens to be extra. No, Bavad Shlai there's no fooling around over here. Vimerim Usr. And if you did that, Usr, you're not allowed to eat it. So you see that if a person fooled around, yeah, a person fooled around, and they tried making shtick, and saying, oh, I really need it for Yomtiv. Maybe 40 people are going to cram into my sukkah. I, how am I supposed to know they're not going to come? Because you didn't invite them, sweetie, right? So you see from here that you're not allowed to use food that was cooked. The Isser. Says Gemara, no proof. Listen to this fascinating and important answer. Mamish important. Omar Vashi. Vashi says, no, you have no proof from this, Brysi, either. You know why? When a guy's trying to mach shtick, that you can't use it for Shabbos, that's a proof that you could never do it? No. Shiny Arama, when somebody's trying to mach shtick, we're more machmir. We're more machmir on a guy who's fooling himself. And saying, oh, no, maybe 40 people are going to show up. We're more machmer on him than somebody who like, just cooks on purpose. You know why? You know why? Because at least if you know you're wrong, you know you're wrong. It's better to, know, to, to do something wrong and know you're wrong than to do something wrong and convince yourself that it's right. Okay? Harama is going to be a bigger issue than stop somebody who does it Amazing. Then you're just going to keep going. Aim with upper safe. There's no end. You just keep going. You just keep fooling yourself, like the way we speak Russian hara about each other, right? Oh, him I can speak Russian hara about. That guy's a Russian. Ooh, I never did not hear it. It's not Russian hara. Yes, it is. Are you convincing yourself it's not? So you're just going to keep going. The time of a brisa is chananya, and it's following the opinion of beishami, who we don't pass like the time of the brisa. You're only allowed to bake on Yom Tif for Shabbos if you made an Eruv, if you made an Eruv Tafshilim, the pass with bread. Okay? So if you want to bake, you need to have a baked good as your Eruv Tafshilim. And you can only cook if you have a cooked Eruv Tafshilim. Same thing with completely surrounding something with heat. If you ever want to cook in a particular way, you have to make a food that way as your Erev Tavshil. Okay? You can make an Erev with one Tavshil and do whatever you want. You could bake, you could do the other way. Okay? So um, we, what we want to know is that... Um, 
if a person was over, if a person was over, did transgress, is he allowed to use it? So we still don't have a straight answer. So the Gemara tries to answer from the following Mishnah. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. If a person takes miser from his fruits on Shabbos. Okay, now we learned previously that Midra Bonon, you're not allowed to do that. Midra Bonon, they were concerned that this is gonna, you're going to come to be Misaki and other things. It's going to come to Tikkun. So if he did a Bishaygeg, Okay, meaning he didn't intend to do the Avera. He didn't intend, why? Maybe he didn't know it was an Avera. Only afterwards, like, oh, I separated my Meister today. The guy's like, hello? <laughs> you weren't allowed to do that. So, if you did a Bishaygeg, you're allowed to eat the rest of the food. It's not Tevel, the Meister was valid. If it made it, if you did it on purpose, you knew it was Usr, you can't separate the Meister, everything is still Tevel, you're not allowed to eat it. So, the Gemara is assuming from this Mishnah, that when you do something usher, you're not allowed to eat it. So too, if you don't make an air of tafshilin and you cook, you should not be allowed to eat it. Says Gemara, Laitricha, the Islay Peri Achrim. Okay? The only issue of separating miser and making it usher is the Islay Peri Achrim. Okay? Over there, it's, um, over here we're talking about where you had um, other foods. All right? When you had other foods, and you didn't need to necessarily be miser on Shabbos to make it fit, that's when the Chum say, oh, if it was B'Shay Gig, you could eat it. But when it comes to cooking, so um, maybe the Chachamim are going to be lenient because they're going to say, listen, you know, you shouldn't have done it, you're right, but the Misa covered Shabbos, you need food for Shabbos, we'll let you do it. So we have no proof, whether it is mother. Tashmak, come and listen. A person whose table is Kalim, yeah, takes his Kalim to the mikvah on Shabbos. Again, something you're not allowed to do because it looks like Tikkun Kli. So, if it was unintentional, you could use it. So, we'll say like this if you cooked by mistake, Peseder, if you cooked on purpose, you can't eat it on Shabbos. This is more no proof from there either. Like, Tzricha, this, like, money, Achrini. They had other vessels to use on Shabbos, um, and uh, therefore the Shagig will be lenient. Inami Afshar Bishaila. Or you can always borrow from other people. Okay? If you have no proof to um to uh Erev Tafshilim, you have no proof. Because over here, you have no other option. You need a cook for Shabbos and maybe we'll be more makel. So again, no proof about what's the halacha of somebody's over. Toshmakam and listen, I'm a vashal for Shabbos. Somebody cooks on Shabbos. If you cook by mistake, you can still eat it. So if you see if you cook with an Avera, if it depends if it's intentional or unintentional. It says Gemara Yeshura the Shabbos shiny. Okay, no, maybe it's only a problem. it on Shabbos because it's also me deraisa to cook. On Yom Tif, it's really mutter. Um, it's really a mutter, and therefore me deraisa, and therefore just because you need to make an ear of tavshila. Maybe the Chum, if you did it, if you did it without an Erev Tavshil, maybe the Chum would allow us. Again, we don't have a clear-cut answer. Period. End of that question, end of that Gemara, and the discussion on that part of the Mishnah. Okay. Here we go. We now have a couple of short Gemaras that are going to take us down to the Mishnah, and Bez Hashem, we will hold it for the day at the Mishnah. Here we go. Bishami Ayim Tavshilim. 
How do you make an air of tafshilin? Beishamai says you got to take two cooked dishes. Mas nisin Our mission does not follow the following tana. Who's the tana? The tana goes to the price. Om shemun lazar mai the beishamisil al shnei tafshilin shatzar. Beishamisil agree you need two cooked dishes. Amal nechleku. Where's the whole machleik? In our mission, Beishel says you need one. So one second. What does Beishel say when you need one? Where's that machleik? Al dagu beit sashalom. You know the machleik is about. Two or one is only about whether when you have a a um, a dog when you have gefilte fish with a beitza with an egg, okay, wiped uh, smeared across the top as a uh, you know like in you know gefilte fish with chren, yeah, um, except it's cooked. Bishamai says no. You need two completely separate dishes. Bissel says no. It's two foods. It's okay. Everybody agrees. Now, let's say you made egg salad and then you put that egg salad inside of the fish. Now, Rashi says you put it inside the fish means it's a, you made a stuffed fish. Okay? A stuffed fish is now called stuffed fish. It's not just called a fish. So it's viewed like two things. You stuff your chicken with kishka. It's called stuffed chicken. You stuffed your chicken with rice. It's called stuffed chicken with turkey, right? So it's considered two foods. So then uh, everybody will agree. Or cut up uh, vegetables you put inside the fish. That's considered two tafshilin and it is okay. Amarava, Rava says, Hilka Sokatanadi done. Talacha is like our Tana Va'aliba Hillel. How do we paskin about when it comes to Erev Tavshilin? We follow the opinion of Hillel that you only need one, uh, one cooked dish. Okay? We said, what happens if you made your Erev Tavshilin? This, this is how the Mishnah ended off. You made your Erev Tavshilin, and now, unfortunately, you can't find it. Or your kid went and stuffed his face with the uh, boiled egg and ate the matzah, or whatever you put, set aside. So the Allah is, it's no longer, it's not there anymore. You're not allowed to cook, and rely on that air of Tavshilin. Amar Abaye, Naktinan, we learned, Hizchil bi'isosoi, v'nachal eruvai, if you already started the process, however, of cooking, and you had your air of Tavshilin when you started, and now it's time to bake it, but you can't find your Erev Tavshilin, Geimer, you're allowed to still complete the process. Okay, you're allowed to complete the process. And uh, as long as it was started. This halacha, at the end of the mission, which says, once it's lost, you can't do anymore, means you're not allowed to start. But once you began, it would be mutter to complete whatever dish you were in the middle of preparing and use that and cook it on Yom Tov for Kavit Shabbos. Okay? Valdik will hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody. Pesachem will pick up 9 p.m. on Matzei Shabbos with, from the mission on the bottom of Yud Zayin Amabes.